Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com. And definitely check out those shows as well. Also, just a quick note that submissions for the Zibby Awards are open and will close on September 15th. Go to zibbyowens.com and you will find the Zibby Awards open submissions where we celebrate all the under-celebrated parts of a book, like the best spine, the best author's note, the best table of contents. And authors can nominate their own best publicists, best editors, and so on. There will be an in-person award ceremony in October in New York. You will not want to miss it. Go to zibbyowens.com. Yuli Buter-Cohen is the author and photographer of Between the Lines, Stories from the Underground. Yuli is the creator of Subway Book Review, a social media movement that's a new way to discover books, places, and people. She started the project in New York City in 2014. Today, contributors are reporting from 20 cities around the world. You can take a look at Subway Book Review. Although, as she talks about in this episode, she's paused it for now. Subway Book Review has been featured on TV, in print, and online by New York Magazine, Esquire, Forbes Women, Glamour, Bustle, Vogue, The Guardian, Refinery29, The Atlantic, The BBC, and more. Yuli's interviews, work, and writing about human connection and belonging has been published by The Washington Post, Here Magazine, The Creative Independent, and HuffPost. 
When Yuli's not underground, she creates content and experiences with brands and communities like Adidas and Warby Parker, among others. She lives in Brooklyn with her, well, she used to live in Brooklyn, but I know now that she moved because you'll hear this in our episode, but she was living in Brooklyn with her husband and her cat, one of whom is a comedy writer. Welcome, Uli. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss Between the Lines, stories from the underground. I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for having me. And it was so fun when I first met you and seeing Shakespeare and Co. on Lex all with your book in the window and it was amazing and you were so excited and then you were so nice to take my picture at the subway entrance about a book that I had been reading. I think it was Smile by Sarah Rule. So anyway, it's it's nice coming back together these months later and, and chatting. Absolutely. And it feels like a whole decade has passed since, you know? know, so many things have changed. So much is going on. But yeah, let's talk about all things between the lines and books. I'm always here for that. I was so drawn into the stories of this book that I kept being like, okay, I have to go to bed, but I just want to read like one or two more. Let me just see what this guy said. Let me see what this girl said. I love the way... So basically... The premise is that you interview people reading books of any type on the subways and then you post them and you have this whole thing, right? Did I say that? The whole thing. You're absolutely right. It's a whole (laughs) thing. Yes. So it's a whole thing with this very successful Instagram account and all the rest. But first of all, I was totally energized that people actually were reading hardcover books or softcover, actual physical books enough for you to talk to them because I feel like... This whole book made me think that like Wi-Fi is the is the anti-book, right? Whenever there is Wi-Fi, the books disappear. Absolutely true. I mean, I think there's so much to be said, and I'm trying to collect a concise thought. I'm just about to have my morning coffee, so bear with me. But I think that Wi-Fi is the antidote to mindfulness, period. Or like the anti, like the antagonist, or whatever you want to call it. Because what is a book? A book is really a moment for us to dive into our inner self and to explore who we are through the lives of others. And I think that, you know, Wi-Fi is interrupting that experience in so many ways in our lives, but absolutely when it comes to reading. I think that a lot of the people I have interviewed, and, you know, by now it's been well over a thousand people for the last eight years, they all say the same thing. And they say that when there's no Wi-Fi present is when they actually have time to read when we purposefully create a space of less distractions, that's when we can really dive in. And I've noticed that on the various train lines, the trains that do have Wi-Fi have way less readers on them. And I have to be honest with you, since the pandemic, that, of course, reading on the subway has changed tremendously. So that's a whole other topic. But in the eight years that I was riding the subway, you know, every day, front to back, I've ridden every train line that you can imagine in New York City. And it really was this almost like, dare I say, sacred, chaotic space in which while there's so much going on in the subway, also there was no Wi-Fi. So, of course, people had time to read. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I hadn't really even given it much thought. You know, even on airplanes, it's like everyone used to read on airplanes. Now I'm like the only one reading on an airplane. You know, it's Wi Fi. Yeah. It's Wi Fi. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, no. Anyway, I don't know why I'm like, maybe there could be some sort of campaign like the reading plane, you know, like a reading plane that doesn't have Wi Fi or something. That flight would be so booked out and the tickets would be so expensive, but it would be so worth it. Oh, but no, we could say like book it, you know, book. You know, yes. maybe that, maybe that's oh what the airline God. should be called. I'll call it book it and there will be no Wi-Fi, and you will have to read. And every month you can be part of the book it book club 
and oh my god right it's like a whole thing another whole thing we're just we're just you know the ideas are flowing this morning and that's what I love that's why I love speaking with you you're amazing (laughs) you're like let's take this to the next level let's let's make an air not just a book club let's have a whole airline where reading is like you know what brings (laughs) us together and screw travel like no we're not here to get to a destination we're here to dive into this like fictional world or non-fictional world. We love a non-fictional world, especially as we're talking about between the lines. But I think that's just really so true. It's like, you know, our lives, there's so much on our minds. Our lives are so demanding. And I think we have completely lost track with how many hours we actually have in a day because we're now all so used to multitasking And we're not used to not multitasking. And a book is truly the only thing you cannot multitask. Like it's name anything else that you, that you cannot multitask like a book. Like you can, you can even read something on your, on your Kindle or on your phone and a notification might pop up. Actually, I don't own a Kindle, full disclosure. I don't know if they have notifications. I don't know. I don't own a Kindle either. You know, but if you're reading, if you're reading on a device, like a notification can pop up and can take you right out of it. The place where you're really spending time with a story is the place where you can turn a page, in my humble opinion. Totally. I totally agree. Well, okay. So I loved how you organized the people that you spoke to. So you have like food and then you you linked them in such a clever way. And, you know, like somebody would read about Kitchen Confidential and then you would have somebody who was a chef. And I mean, it was just very cool how you linked it all. And there were so many people in here, by the way, who have been on this podcast, like Glynis McNichol and Lori Wooliver and Debbie Millman, so many. Anyway, so it was really neat to hear their reflections. And it's not about books. It's about what they're reading, which is what's so fascinating. It's almost like, it's just very unique what you did. And I love it. It's very cool. Thank you so much. I actually, I can share a little Easter egg with you that not sure. many people know, but yes. since you're asking, since you're talking about how the stories have been edited and arranged, that took so much time. I can't even begin to tell you how much time that took because I loosely took the major arcana in a, that you would find in a tarot reading which is the hero's journey. You started the fool and you ended the world. And throughout the, the character goes through these trials and tribulations. And so that's how I have arranged the chapters. And then within the chapter, I wanted to really find these moments that New York is so known for, which is that it's such a big city and a metropolis, but it's also such a tiny village. And we are linked with each other in beautiful ways and in unpredictable ways where, yes, you can see Anthony, well, you could see Anthony Bourdain smoking a cigarette on the street and then, you know, later on meet uh, his longtime assistant who has edited his books with him and have a beautiful conversation, you know, even years later about who he was and what he meant and what characters like him and people like him mean to New York. So that is something that truthfully exists. And again, I think when we're not looking at our phones, sorry to be that person to harp that point, but when we look up and when we look at the people that surround us and the stories that surround us, there's so much richness in life. And I think, you know, I hope that my book reminds of that, that we're surrounded by by beautiful stories and that all we have to do is maybe ask a question that can be as simple as, hey, what are you reading? Yep. It's amazing. It's amazing. There was one who was the like Nigerian queen who, I mean, it's just like all these things are so cool. I loved this uh, Mark Marcus Williams 
who he said, I'm from Harlem. I'm 32 years old, and I got my start as a stock boy at a wine shop on the Upper West Side. I've worked at wine shops all over the city, always filling in shifts everywhere. I moved up to shipper, then I became a salesperson, manager, and then a buyer. Now I run my own wine club called Highly Recommended, and I have my own wine coming out. I mean, how cool is that? Such a New York story, isn't it? I mean, it's classic. It's like he, Marquise is amazing. And he Marquise, actually has sorry. become a, yeah. And he has become a friend and we've spent time with each other outside of asking each other on the subway about books and, <laughs> and the things that we're into. And his wine club is actually really phenomenal. If you're, this is a, this is a gentle plug, but I really just, you know, and I have, I'm a recently alcohol-free person, so this is hilarious, but his wine club is absolutely phenomenal. He delivers it to your door and um, I'm actually going to partner with him this fall and I'm going to curate an alcohol-free wine section in his wine club. Oh my gosh. You know, like, I mean, it's just, it's meeting people in New York is so much fun. And sometimes you need a little bit of an excuse and sometimes you can be very direct, but you know, there was a bit of a feeling for longtime New Yorkers that we've, that we've lost so much that the city had to offer and that the city is changing so much. But I also want to say we're still here. We're still around. Phenomenal people are walking these streets. We just have to look and go ask. We're here. We're absolutely here. We've gone nowhere. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all have stuff we need to get off our chests. Even if we don't think it's interfering with our daily life, there are some things you just haven't processed, be it grief or trauma, eating disorders, anything. It might be time to work on those things, and I have a solution for you. Therapy. Online therapy by BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I took the brief questionnaire online where there were, I don't know, 20 questions. It didn't take long at all, maybe three minutes. And then I got matched with a therapist who could help me work on whatever. I picked trauma because even though it happened in 2001, I am somehow still not over the loss of my friend on 9-11. And it is what it is. BetterHelp is going to help. And I am so excited, especially because with my special code, instead of $80 a month, it is 10% off, $72 a month, which is so much less than traditional therapy, and you'll get a perfect therapist for you. There are 35,000 therapists to choose from, so you'll find the right one. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash moms don't have time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash moms don't have time. It's so great what you did because it's it is you've it's like you've made the city much smaller and more intimate because no one 
no one is looking for connection on the subway, right? That's like people avoid each other's eyes as much as they can. Like even in your scene where you were like, I caught this woman's eye across the train. And then I walked over to her and I'm thinking, oh no, like, <laughs> like what's going to happen? I hope she's okay. The worst. Yeah. yeah. The worst. Yeah. But luckily she was great because, you know, there's something trustworthy about readers and I don't know, she was, she was open to it and it started your whole thing. But yeah, if we just know a little bit, if you just know one page from someone's story, it changes your whole perception of them. Beautifully said. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, full disclosure, my book came out last year in November and I had, it was a really big reckoning. Like it really was like this gigantic, I'm a, I'm a person who has not given birth biologically speaking, but this book, because there are so many stories and so many lives captured in it, it really felt like this gigantic birthing moment. Yep. And I was freaking exhausted. I think I had postpartum depression, to be quite frank. I really was so down in the dumps after because it was such a gigantic monumental thing. I mean, this is a collection of eight years of work. I've mentioned that this is something that I've been doing for such a long time. And I'm doing something that I hope a lot of, that I wish a lot of moms would get to do since, you know, we're talking about a very specific audience here. And I know that you might be like, well, you're absolutely crazy. This is not possible. But what I did after I had this gigantic birthing moment, I, and I think this translates to projects, this translates to our career. This doesn't translate to a physical child because you can't do this with a, with a, with a person. But when we have these big moments, I think it's also okay to step away for a moment after and to say, okay, let me see who you want to be. Let me see who you want to become. And that is what I've done. I currently, Subway Book Review is on hiatus. And I, I say that very honestly. And I also have to tell you honestly that right now I'm talking to you from Los Angeles. I'm here for a project and I'm not in New York. And it is so healthy to give the things you love space. And I feel like I really, really had to do that. And then the most beautiful little moment happened where I had stepped away from the subway for a moment. I had stepped away from New York City for a moment, not because I don't love them, but just to give it space and to let myself breathe and to let myself come back to me and what I want to create next as an artist and as a person in this world who has ambition and who has dreams and who has unfulfilled hopes. I stepped away and I, and I looked at it and I'm giving it a time to be itself. And then this beautiful thing happened where I got a phone call uh, from a man named Carl. This is so New York. No, sorry. I got a text message from a man named Carl. And Carl just said, are you coming to dinner on Tuesday? We really need to know. And I said, I don't have dinner plans with a man named Carl. I'm very sorry. You have the wrong number. And Carl said, no, 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 no. You know, we've been emailing you since May. I got this text message in June. And we, and we really hope that you can make it. And I said, Carl, I truthfully have no, I'm in Los Angeles right now. I'm not in New York. I really don't know you. This is an unknown number. Please forgive. And wanted to end the conversation. And Carl said, well, you really, then we're going to mail you the award. And I said, Carl, <laughs> what award are you talking about? And we've, so I finally called him and I, and I said, you need to explain this to me a little bit more. And he said, well, the New York Press Club has just awarded you the Heart of New York Award. Oh, and I cried on the spot. I'm Aww. crying right now because it was such an amazing affirmation that stepping away is okay and that giving something space is okay and that coming back to yourself is okay. 
it was such a fantastic, beautiful moment. Oh, I'm, that makes me so happy. You earned that. And it's so true. You captured the heart of New York. It's like nobody else did what you did. It's amazing journalism. Thank you. It is. It's, it's emotional journalism. It's really, you know, location-specific emotional journalism. I love emotional journalism. I love this. You know what? I'm a triple water sign. I'm going to write this down. Emotional journalism. That is absolutely it. And I think that, you know, there's such a, there's such an assumption that when you self-assign a beat or when you decide what you want to report on and it's not coming from, you know, your boss's desk, that that makes it less of an adventure and less of a journey or less of something that takes every moment of your life into a new direction. Or also that maybe because it wasn't assigned by someone else that it's less valuable or less worthwhile. And I also want to say to everyone who's listening, that is not true. The the journeys and the adventures and the stories that you self-assign are the absolute most valuable ones. They're going to take you the furthest and the farthest and the deepest into who you are and who you are in the world. So that's something I very much took away from creating this book is that not only did I see everyone else differently, but I also see myself differently, 100%. And what is your... I'm sorry... We're having a little birthday party behind me here and it's just, we're just going to roll with it because this is the name of my show. Yeah. Sorry about that. What are you doing in LA? You're being very cagey about it and I'll put myself on mute so you don't have to hear this. Wait, I love that you just called me in. You said I'm being cagey about it. I love it. I, you know what? I am, I guess I am being cagey about it in a way that I've also learned that I don't have to share everything on social media immediately the moment that it happens. I am current, but I'll tell you, of course, I'm working right now with a company called Style Like You. It's a really fantastic mother-daughter duo, and they make documentary films and series that are focused on gender identity, sexuality, and how to stand in your power. And they're really leading this like beautiful self, self-acceptance revolution. And so I'm currently working with them and we're creating some new original concepts that I'm very excited by. That is amazing. I am so excited about that too. That's really cool. Good for you. I mean, I, I love this whole idea that there's something more valuable or that that you're addressing this preconceived notion that it's more valuable to be assigned something. Because sometimes I feel that way too. If I like write a personal essay for no reason, or even these podcast interviews, like nobody is assigning me to do this, but it's like so fun and amazing. And I think when you're doing something that you're truly doing out of love and interest, people will feel that right away. I mean, I hope. A thousand percent. Self-assigning is so powerful and it's so valuable because if we didn't do that, we wouldn't have these breakthrough moments. We'd be hearing the same stories over and over again from the same people. The only way that we're creating revolution and storytelling which is, of course, you know, BIPOC-focused, LBGTQIA plus-focused. It's focused on letting women be storytellers because traditionally, you know, that's also something for a long time in the patriarchy that has been very male-centered and we need to get out of that kind of thinking. Um, the storytellers, really, if we look to the indigenous practices, and of course, you know, we're reading books like Braiding Sweetgrass, where we're learning about our inherent connection to nature and our inherent connection to storytelling is the same, right? We're reading books by Bell Hooks called All About Love that are bringing us back to our inherent feelings and emotional landscape. And I think that 
yes, we read these books, but then we digest it and we need to say, well, what do we do with that? How does that show up in our work? How does that show up in us as being of service to other people? And I think, especially for women, it is so important to tell stories and to share stories. And there are so many that I want to hear, you know, maybe this is like very the contrarian, non-popular <laughs> opinion on this kind of podcast, but I'm, you know, as I mentioned, I'm in LA right now and I grabbed, I'm in a really beautiful sublet on 500 steps from Venice, uh, from the beach in Venice. And I grabbed a random bag that had a beach blanket in it. And of course, that bag came with a book and it's uh, 16 writers share their choice on not having children, 16 essays. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's dive into that. Like, let's see what the person who owns this apartment is interested in regarding that topic. And it's a topic I'm thinking about myself as well. And so, it, you know, it's these kismet moments where I'm like, yeah, I want to hear more stories about that. And I also want to hear more stories about motherhood and like what that really is like and the value that we place on women's bodies. Anyway, I, you know, I could go on and on and yes. on about this, but, <laughs> and we don't have the time, but I just want to say, we need your stories. We need all of our stories so much, so badly. We're so thirsty for them. Amazing. Thank you. And by the way, it is not just moms listening to this at all. I don't even know what percentage of moms are listening, but I know for a fact there are many non-moms listening. So. Of course. Anyway, of course, just... we're all here. Of course, we're all here. <laughs> but yeah, this was so... It, it just made me feel and feel connected to like everybody <laughs> all within these pages, which sounds so hokey, but these casual photos and then these like just little excerpts from people's souls. It's uh, and it just, and then how you have Glynis, but then later you have Glynis's book. It's just, it's very smart and very cool. Between the lines, stories from the underground, everybody take note and get ready for our book at flight. I'm going to pursue that. <laughs> Please do. We have to do it. Maybe I'm not a whole airline, ticket. just maybe like a limited flight. I don't know. Okay. I see you taking notes right now. You're I'm writing scribbling. it down. I have my list of, I have my list of like insane ideas and I try to keep them all on paper before they fl- flutter away, flutter away. Bless right. you. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I loved meeting you when I met you. Maybe I'll see you in LA. I'm going to be there a lot. So we'll connect. Okay. And I'll be back in New York. You know, you can't take me out of that city. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank take you care. so much. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.